Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. And today we're talking about things that the United States does better than Germany. And that's it. That's that that's the episode. That's easy. Okay. Let's, let's go. Let's go. And today we have actually a uh, new sponsor. Did you know that? I, I did know that. We, we, we have a we have a sponsor that's very near and dear to my heart. Something I really believe in. Yes, because the sponsor today is Linda, Alex's mom. That's my mom. She sent me a. Uh, I got her a little random uh, PayPal, bing, and I was with some money on it. And I asked, "Mom, what's this for?" She goes, "Get you, get you and Jeff a nice bottle of whiskey for um, your next episode." My mom is our sponsor for this episode, so that's well, pretty cool. You know what, Alex's mom, Linda, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. So much, really appreciate it, mom. And you're a beautiful uh, woman. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, she's provided. We'll, we'll soon find out an excellent bottle of whiskey. I believe. I hope so. Uh, but before we get to that, you know, another shout out that I think deserves a lot of attention is uh, to uh, Maddie or Madi yeah. in Nuremberg. Because she sent us something, didn't she? She did. She sent us. Um, so they're from Nuremberg. Her and her uh, boyfriend, I believe. Yeah. We talked about them last episode or two episodes ago. And they told us they were going to send us a bottle of whiskey. And uh, we have that whiskey now here. They actually, it actually arrived. It arrived it, yesterday. And uh, I thought the best way to let them know about that was to do it on the on the podcast. Exactly. So we're, we're not going to review this whiskey officially. We're going to do a little... Um, it's a small little bottle, if you can see here. So technically, in this episode, we will have two whiskeys. We'll have this side whiskey from um, Maddie, yeah, or Maddie, and then our, our official, our official yeah. ep- episode whiskey. So the whiskey she sent us again. Thank you so much, Maddie. We really appreciate it. you went above and beyond. Yeah, this you is are so cool. our number one fan at this point. That's true. You're officially, if we thank had, you so much, maybe we'll put that on the website. Official number one fan, Maddie, or Maddie. We can make that a, a separate page. We'll do it. The official fan page, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is called Awers. I think that's how I'm saying it, right? It's uh, A-Y-R-E-R-S. I, again, we talked about this before. German Germans rarely use the word Y, uh, the letter Y. Yeah. So when it's included in a word, it's hard to pronounce. So it's, it's Awers, Awers. And this is an organic single malt whiskey. And it says Red Virginia American Oak. They sent us a taster from, it's a local distillery for them in Nuremberg. And uh, the brochure mentions it was, um, it's not cold filtered. Yep. And it is uh, triple distilled. Interesting. And it's got a nice color. I already opened it. Sorry. There's no pop anyway, so no harm, no foul. And you know, actually, uh, I learned recently about the uh, cold filtration process. Apparently, the cold filtration process removes a lot of uh, fatty acids and proteins. Hmm. Uh, and the only reason they remove it is because it makes the whiskey a bit cloudy if you were to add an uh, an ice cube to it. Ah, so they okay. remove it. Do they remove it just for the for the look of for it? The look of it. But uh, if you want to be really true bio, you don't do the cold filtration because they don't want to remove anything. Interesting. Because you, you leave you leave everything in. The color of this guy is it's very bright. It's a very brightish yeah, yellow. Golden yellow. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. It's a taster, so we're just gonna have a little a little taste for each of us here. I need a little more than that, I think. Well, you know, let's supposed to be even here. Yeah, perfect. That's good. And cheers. Thank you to... Uh, there it is. Thank you to Madi. Thank you, Madi. Madi. Cheers. Really appreciate it. Ooh. Ooh. It's really... It's really strong at the beginning. Yeah, it's... Um, 
it hits you right away. Yeah. The the um and, and again, not strong alcohol content, but the, the burn hits. Yeah, it burns. It's a yeah, strong yeah. burn. And you know what? Oh, and it's getting more and more. It, it's it's kind of like when you eat like a when there's like a, a pepper you missed in your meal, you know, and yeah. you, you chew on it. And then suddenly, like a few seconds later, you're like, "Oh, oh, here it comes!" And then you know, it's like it's like it's like eating a, a hot sauce or something. It burns that much. It's good, but I like it though. I like it too. Yeah, and there is kind of a little bit of a sweet, like there's like a one second of sweetness, and then the burn hits you like in the face, you know? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I will. I will. <coughs> excuse me. I will definitely buy. Um, try to find a big bottle of this and buy that yeah, next for my time own little, Nuremberg, you know, l- little personal collection. You know, this is a, a good opportunity for an episode. We do a little trip down to this Nuremberg uh, distillery and uh, hey. check out their non-cold-filtered action. Yeah, speaking of that, we do have a few things in the works trying to go to a few distilleries and maybe do some interviews or um, with the distillers or whatever. Uh, so we're working on that for some future episodes. Well, maybe we can be a little more specific. We, we can kind of confirm... We are, guess, yeah. we are going to do an episode about the uh, Stork Distillery Yeah. at some point in the near future. We're going to do a little tour and hopefully uh, do an interview with one of the founders of the distillery and learn learn a little bit about German whiskey Yes, in general. Very excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Look, at in the next month, I would say, uh, keep, keep your eye out for that. Keep those eyes open. But thank you again, Madi. And if I'm saying your name wrong, please let us know. Yeah, for sure. I don't think we have to ask each other how we are because no. we spent the whole weekend, weekend together, <laughs> we basically. Did. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a very, very romantic weekend. And so basically, uh, in in the Nature episode, which was just two episodes ago? I think two episodes ago, two episodes yeah. ago we, we mentioned these kind of small garden houses throughout Berlin. Right. And they also reach into the, ex, to the surrounding area in Brandenburg, which is a state that surrounds Berlin. And we stayed at your girlfriend's aunt's. Yes garden house right on and uncle yes uh yes we went there and um it's really beautiful it's about an hour and a half away from berlin and then like what a 20 minute bike ride through beautiful roads Which it, it doesn't feel like 20 minutes because trees. it's it's so enjoyable the ride you're, you're you have these beautiful wheat fields and you just hear birds chirping oh, and yeah. it's complete silence the overarching trees on the, on the roads coming over yeah we also saw a uh double almost triple rainbow true almost cried and as we were riding to and from the uh, from your aunt's or your girlfriend's aunt's garden house. Yeah. I remember there's a few random people in cars giving us thumbs up because we were probably the first tourists to the neighborhood in, <laughs> in 20 years or something like that. Yeah, another guy also, um, I don't know how you explain him, a guy with his shirt off, maybe like, a, I don't know. Uh, in the U.S. we'd call him a good old boy. Yeah, you know? a, a good old boy. He, uh, I guess he noticed we were speaking English. As he drove by, he like said something one time, like like he was pretending to speak English with us. That's kind of funny. I went by and I was yelling ahead to whoever is saying like, "Hey, the the train is arriving at whatever. We got to get going." And he heard us and he just went, "Hundred, hundred, hundred." Wait, what's going on? Sorry, excuse me. Oh, he's making fun of us because like he he this this German didn't know any any English at all. Right. So for him, this was just like this weird thing and he was making a big joke about it. Uh, it, w- it was odd, but that, that shows you that um, not every German in Germany speaks your English. Is, knows English. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was beautiful there. You know, in the evening, there was no uh, clouds, so we got to see beautiful stars, a yeah. remnant of a Milky Way, but nothing really big. And then, you know, it was um, like 30 degrees Celsius, so like, what, 87 Fahrenheit? Yeah. And the water was perfect temperature. It was it was a perfect yeah, weekend. Th- like. There was a lake within 
about five minutes bike ride. Easy, yeah. And, yeah. and it was just one of those days where we were like, wow, all I want to do is swim in a cold lake. And we went and we swam in a cold lake. And it was, it was, yeah. per- you could not, you could not have asked for a more perfect temperature in a lake. It, right, no, it was, it, it was perfect. It was just cold enough, not too cold. I, it was, it was beautiful. Brilliant. You know? And also, like, when we were there, just so everyone knows, you know, we were doing, we did our best to social distance, you know, like only a couple of us were in the actual house and the rest of us uh, slept in a uh, tent out in the the garden, uh, grassy yeah. area. And one of our friends slept in his hammock all night. In the hammock? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it was really hot. So that sounded awful. Yeah. And because it was just so nice and warm, we spent basically any moment we weren't sleeping, we were outdoors anyway. So, oh, yeah. So uh, we were we were not crammed in a small uh, room ever. You know, it never happened. Yeah, and 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 speaking of um, being socially distanced and Corona and everything, um, it is now confirmed. We talked about it last episode. It's now confirmed. Americans are unfortunately not allowed to come into the EU. Yeah. For, for I don't know how long, but for a while, because like for example, right now in Germany, there's um, it's raining down here. 498 new cases a, uh, a day or, right. or y- y- yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. And in the States, it's 40,000 new cases per day. 40,000 per day. Yeah. And to, to keep that in line, Germany at its worst point in the corona crisis never had even half of those numbers. So, um, yeah, it, 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 so it sucks. I, I understand why for sure, the restriction for sure. was put in, but I really feel bad for all of you who are in the States because, uh, you know, as... When I was um, 18, a year before my senior year, I had planned. We'd planned on doing a backpacking trip through Europe exactly. as, our, as our as our postgraduate thing, and I'm sure a lot of you did that, that as well. Or you had family trips you booked well in advance that you were looking forward to, and now, at no fault to your own, you cannot travel to right to and, Europe. You know, I talked to my buddy in Boston. He said he sees most people wearing masks when they need to, and. It's just it's it's just a failure in the federal government. It feels like, and and, and exactly. it's not any particular people's fault. It just, you know, I, I wanted to go to the states this summer to see, you know, my family. I haven't. I wanted to go in April. I couldn't go in April, so I was looking forward to like, all right, maybe it'll, it'll die down by summer. But I can't even go there because if I go, when I come back to the EU, I'll have to self quarantine for two weeks, and I won't get paid for that. Yeah. So basically, right now, Germany and the EU, uh, of course, list the U.S. as a risk country. So if we were to travel voluntarily there. We'd have to quarantine ourselves for two weeks when we came back. Cannot, right. We cannot leave our homes for two weeks. Um, and I'm kind of worried because I always travel back to visit my family every Christmas. And at this point, I don't know if that's possible. E- even now, like it's only July. Yeah. I don't know if it's possible even in five months uh, when, when December rolls around to, to visit my family, which is... Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's, shame. It's weird to think. To, I've never, never in our, and I think in anybody's lives, have they been truly restricted in their travel like this? We're so used to just being able to, if you want to go here, you want to go there. Pop on, pop off, easy. But today we're talking about things that they do better in America. So we're going to focus on positive things That's in true. this episode. Well, well, before we do, before, yeah. before we do, we have to remind everybody, please visit our website at agdwpodcast.com. Yeah. And just a reminder, we have an extras page. So for each episode, we will, almost these episodes, almost for, each for episode, the newer ones, we're getting there. Yeah, we just we just started this pod, this uh, website. Right. For each episode, there's an extra page that includes uh, photographs related to that episode, links related to that episode, videos related to that episode, extra just kind of like uh, personal information from us yeah. uh, from that episode. So if you want a little bit of more from episode. A 21 or episode 20 yeah 
uh, go check it out, the extras page. Yeah, yeah. So uh, also there is a one-stop shop for all of the pictures and the rankings and what we said about every single whiskey that we've had on the podcast. So if you're like, what was that one in episode three? I don't think listening to their stupid voices again. You can look it up and find it. Um, yeah, if you can't remember, and honestly, we can't remember half of the episodes no. and what we drank. And actually, we this is true. We use our own website to remember oh, yeah, all what, the we, time. what we drank on episode seven and what we thought about that whiskey. Uh, we get it, Jeff. We have a website. Sorry. Everyone gets it. <laughs> uh, which is hgwpodcast.com. Uh, Alex, <laughs> Alex, what do we have today? Today we have, we're going, well, we have a lot of Japanese listeners, as we found out. Yeah, they're holding strong. They are... St- in our top five in terms of uh, listeners from what uh, each country, Japan is in our top five it still. Is. And it has been for the, God, six weeks, almost two yeah, months, maybe. Yeah. Good so on, good we're, we're traveling to Japan and we have a whiskey called Nika, N-I-K-K-A, Nika Whiskey from the Barrel. And that, that is the full name. A, that's the full name of the whiskey. And everything else is in Japanese. Except for some stuff on the back. I just thought this was empty. So I, I just spilled a bunch of uh, of the Ayers, Ayers whiskey on my, Ayers. On my uh, shorts. So yeah, what I love about this whiskey is the bottle is super cool. It's like it's like a cube, and it kind of reminds me of like a fat um, it, it's, it's flask. Like, it's, it's, it's like a bottle from an 1800s drugstore, like yeah. an apotheca, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like something you'd see like formaldehyde in it or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool looking bottle. Really cool bottle. Yeah. But, but it was a funny thing. This particular whiskey, no matter how hard I tried, I could not find it in the usual 0.7 size of a whiskey bottle. It only came in the 0.5. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a smaller, um, it's a small little little homie. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> I love I love holding the bottle. Like it's cool. Small so we're gonna put. There, there's no pop. It's just a. It's a twist off. It's gonna be unsatisfying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's it. Sounds like you're screwing a pipe onto something. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Ooh, I also like the color here. It's hard to pour, though, because the neck is so tiny that it keeps stripping over the edge. It's true. It so is a, it, 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 we're thumbs about, down for that. It's like a one centimeter long neck. Yeah. It's really small. So thumbs down for that, but um, hopefully it tastes better than it pours. Oh, you know, when I smell this, the first thing I get, this is strong alcohol-wise. Ooh. It is, and it makes me nervous mm. to try it, to be honest. Here we go. Yeah. Cheers. Bottoms up. Yeah, that first step is very strong. But you know what? I like it. Mm. It tastes good. Oh, this, let me, is, let this me, is strong. It's strong. Well, it is, uh, let's see, it's and there's, uh, 51.4% there's, as well. There's a very slight smokiness. It's it's very scotchy. But I, don't, I wouldn't say very. I'd say like it's like a hint of scotch. Because like, you know me, I, I, I don't like the smokiness. You're not a scotch guy. You're a rye guy. I don't like the smokiness, but this is just enough where I, I love it. The smokiness level, I mean. And my, my third sip, maybe because my, <coughs> excuse me, as I'm coughing, my palate is maybe getting, maybe getting used to the strongness of it, you yeah. know? So, um, so you, now you're noticing the other flavors, yeah. Right. So I'm excited to see how this is, gonna, is going to um, develop. So far, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Two, we'll see. I'm not going to say anything yet. We haven't had three thumbs up in a long yeah. time. We'll see. We're going to do thumbs until the end of the show. Well, let's get to 
the main topic, the which, actual which topic. is, you know, what the U.S. does better than Germany. You know, I, like, I, I, what, what can Germany learn from the U.S.? Because, you know, if you'd think that Europeans would think, say nothing, but there are things that USA does for sure better than, than Germany. Yeah, yeah and, and I feel like a lot of times in the podcast, obviously we're talking about our experience living here and like we both choose to live here. We love living here and there's a lot of sure huge positives of why we live here, but there's still a lot of things that we either miss or that the States just does better. First thing of all, being friendliness of people. Yeah, and that's a huge, uh, huge, huge difference in the, in the, the societies in general, uh, and the general cultures of the societies yeah. is is just, yeah, the level of openness and friendliness. And what we're talking about is in the States, you could be, and we've talked about this many times, I think, you can be in a line to buy whatever. At a grocery or store or something whatever. like that, yeah. And the person behind you will just start talking to you, not because, oh, you dropped something, or just, oh, hey, how are you doing? What are you up to? Or what like, and, and then 10 minutes later, you've had like a deep conversation with this random person, which you would never have in Germany. Or like, honestly, maybe not even a deep conversation, just just a little five minute, you know, you bought Wonder Bread, I bought Wonder Bread. And someone makes a joke, oh, I wonder why you bought that. And then all of a sudden you have like a little hey, five minute conversation. Hey, wonderful. <laughs> hey, that's good. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> that's actually, Dad joke right there. Right? I, I liked it though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then even if it's, you know, two to three minutes, time is passing by, you have a nice conversation. See you later. See you never. Doesn't matter. That was lovely. We'll move on. You know, it's nice. Yeah. And in Germany, again, we've talked about this before. Germans are not uh, rude or no. unfriendly per se, but they're more private. They keep to themselves in public spaces. And if you come up to them and start talking to them, their first reaction is, okay, well, he wants something from me. What is it? What's happening? They're very guarded about that kind of stuff. And and I, you know, I, I grew up in the States, just like you, having these random inter- small interactions yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. you went. And I got used to that kind of level of friendliness. So when I moved to Germany, it took me some time to get used to kind of the general coldness in comparison to... Yes. It's not a coldness, but a coldness in comparison to the uh, to the Americans, German I mean, cult, uh, American culture. Yeah, m- most uh, Europeans and Germans that I've met, you know, they always they always say when they when they go to the states or when they meet Americans who are traveling abroad, the first thing they always say is like, "You got you guys just so friendly." Like it might be fake, it might not be, but like you guys just always friendly and welcoming and like always down to you know talk or go out or whatever. And I, I do miss that. And I think that's something that, that Germans maybe could take over a little bit, be a little bit more open. And yeah, that, I think, maybe, I think, they, maybe they, they disagree. I don't know. Yeah, if there's one thing I could move over from that I think America does better and move it over to Germany, it would be that. Because Germany, in that sense, uh, I don't know if you agree, is individualistic in that sense, in the right. sense, in sense that when they're out in public, they really want their privacy. They want to stick to themselves. Whereas in, in, in the U.S., it's kind of like, hey, we're in a community. Why wouldn't, you know, hey, we're in line together for this 20 minutes. Why wouldn't we talk? Like, why, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't we interact? Like, like screw it. You know, like this is, we only live, you only live once. We're like, let's, and, let's hang and, out. And, and, and that's a really good point. Because I think as a culture, Germans are more collectivist. But as people, they're more individualistic. Right. We're in the States. It's more like individualistic culture. But when it comes to individual people, they're much more open yeah, it's weird. It's like the opposite. It's, it's really it's, depending on the kind of situation, you know. Like yeah. in one way, Americans are individualists, and in other ways, it's the Germans. Like it's yeah, it's like how you think about it, really. For sure. And like if if, if you move to a new state or a new you know city in the states, you can go out to a bar, or whatever, and you'll make some friends easily. Sure. I tried that in Germany. I met nobody. Oh yeah, the fir- the first week you were in Germany, didn't you try that? And first, second week, something like that. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I, I was out from like maybe eight to like one in the morning, and. uh 
went to like a bunch of different bars. My plan was to meet some people, maybe maybe make some friends. This is in Berlin. This is in Berlin, yeah. And yeah, I met um, I met a total of I talked to not even met I talked to a total of zero people. Wow, and yeah. and just so everyone knows. Alex, this isn't because Alex is a shy guy. I'm not a shy guy. This is an outgoing guy. So if if he if he talked to a total of zero people, it that would that would be an abnormal thing for him. So it was probably more about the uh, the fact that you were in Germany rather than in back in Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah it was um, it was hard. It was hard. But also, also with uh, with people, generally is is the states is obviously much more. Maybe it's not obvious. I don't know. But the states is it's a much more diverse country in terms of oh the, the actual everything people. the actual yeah. people who live there they're much more diverse i think that's really nice i guess it's something that i guess the states does better but like you can't well it's, it's an historical reason you know because like right. the u.s was built on immigrants you know and so you have people from ireland from also from germany also from uh everywhere right and, and the difference is you have a lot of expats sure in germany but these are first generation people who've lived here for a few years. Whereas in the US, you have people from Hong Kong, from Germany, from Ireland, but they Italy, are wherever, third yeah. generation. Their family, their their parents lived here and their grandparents moved there when they were 20. So th- they, they're they from elsewhere, but they, ha- they, they have lived in that culture for a long period of time. So, so yeah. in terms of people, you have a much more diverse group. Whereas in Germany, you have mostly Germans and mostly uh, people from Turkey, and then a sprinkle of people from other, right. I mean, other EU countries and America, etc. Berlin generally is a very um, diverse uh, city. That's I mean, true. Yeah, you, you go to a bar, you, you go to a restaurant, you go to a park. You're seeing people from all over the world there, but Berlin is also considered not Germany either. Right. Like if you look at little, Germany as a whole, right, it's very homogenous. Yeah. Which I mean, it's I mean, it's, c- it's a c- country compare- that's thousands of years old from people who lived there from thousands of years ago so like obviously it's gonna be more homogenous and that's just how it is right. but it's a country that recently let let in uh, obviously a lot of immigrants from syria etc so a lot of refugees I, they let in so which, i don't want to say it's really completely great. homogenous but no, but no, no we're no. just saying in comparison to the u.s in comparison yeah it's it's yeah it's just yeah um what else jeff well you know something that you could say is related to people yeah is customer service, which I have to bring up because it is one of the biggest pet peeves I've had since moving to Germany. Because you know, you think of Germany. Oh, Germany has the fourth largest economy in the world. In the world, not in the whole in, world, not in Europe. In the world, I think it's USA, China, Japan, was, Japan, Germany, yeah. Germany. and so GDP. Right? Yeah. And you think Germany is technologically advanced, right? But it has one of the worst customer service I've ever experienced, especially 100%. coming from the U. And the USA does it ten times better. What? what yeah, one hundred percent. I found a lot of smaller companies have pretty decent customer service. Um, it's not everybody. It's but, not everybody, but I think the general consensus is even with Germans, it's it's like a known problem that everyone talks about, but it's just not getting fixed ever. And it's 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 awful. Like um, especially with things. Like, for example, brick and mortar stores, if you go in there, um, I remember I was trying to find a new lens for my camera. Sure. And I knew exactly what I wanted. I walked to the store. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in there. I'm going to buy this lens. So I went to the store. I'm, I'm waiting for, I don't know, five minutes, 10 minutes. And I, I try to find somebody. They're like, oh, we're busy. We're busy. I was like, okay. I just want to give you my money and, and get out of here. Like, I have <laughs> yeah. money to give you. I want to give you my money. Yeah. But they clearly didn't want it because I, I, I was there for literally half an hour. And a single person came up to me. 
get the thing out of the glass and give me what I want to give them money <laughs> yeah. for. And so I went to Amazon and bought it there instead, you know? Like, that's kind of a typical, like, it's this weird uh, attitude, whether it be a, a brick and mortar shop, a cafe, restaurant, where they're like, you should be happy that I even talk to you. You yeah. should be happy that I, that I help you. Where it's, it's like, wait, but the customer is the one who's kind of paying your salary. Like you're the, we're the reason you even have a job. Keeping the business afloat. Yeah, and they, and then when you ask them a question, they look at you like, oh, it, 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 it I don't know what it, I don't know what it, it, I think is it maybe somehow related to the fact that they get paid more and they're not relying on tips or I don't know, I don't know what it is, but, but here they really look like you're ruining their day by asking them a question, which is yeah. so bizarre because in the U.S., yeah, you move, you walk into a, especially a chain store. You'll have 10 people. Hey, how 10 can people I help have, you? Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Do you need some help? If you're asking about a camera, you know what? I know an even better lens for maybe like maybe we have it on sale. It's even cheaper. Yeah. Why don't you check this one out? Exactly. You know, they really want to help you. you yeah. Know? Like, and it, it, they it, want it that commission. But, but it feels it feels super genuine. And uh, whether it is or it's not, at least it feels like it is. And that's, as a customer, that's all I want. People are probably uh, unaware of in the States is that you come to Germany. So for example... You know, your internet's down. So you call your internet provider on their self-help line, or not self-help, the, custo- self-help. the customer help line. The, cust- the support line will cost you $2 a minute. Yeah. yeah, in, yeah. in the U.S., every customer line is free. And when they pick up, they, again, they will bend over backwards for you, stay in the line with you half an hour just to work out this problem. Right. Um, and they'll say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Oh, I don't know the answer. Let me contact my colleague. Give me a second. I'm so sorry. For and, sure. In Germany, it's like... Again, okay. Do you really want my help? Yeah. First of all, you're paying for it, and they have no interest in really helping you. They'll put you at the back of the line. Yeah, we'll send up somebody over in two weeks, etc. There, there is no uh, sense of urgency in helping you in whatsoever. None. Not, no. not at all. It's, it's, it's so a the really U.S. one, Germany zero in that sense. Germany like minus one. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Um, but I guess you kind of get used to it. Like, I, don't, I don't call customer service at all anymore. I just... Because there's no, there's no point. It's the thing. It's not worth not my time. Not because you don't need it. It's just... There's, yeah, it's, you, you know it'll be cheaper and less pain in the ass to just do to handle it yourself or to search the forums on the that's internet, it. Google. That's you know? it. 100% it. Uh, yeah. Another thing that... Um, our transitions are not going to be great today because we just have a list of things. Yeah, so, so don't, don't expect... Like spectacular transitions. I mean, we don't have good transitions normally hey, anyways. Man, sometimes we got some gold. Sometimes. Sometimes. Rarely. Yeah, but the times <laughs> the times were good. We're good. Real good. Uh, <laughs> it's not, still not true. Uh, another one is, um, which I know you prefer and I don't, is that America does, really good, does a really good job with the whole cashless system. Absolutely. It, it's Again, it's one of these weird things where Germany, you think of it as being as this technologically advanced country right fourth biggest economy in the world but they hate cards they they love cash and there will be places where on average you're spending 40 50 euro right they and if you say hey, can i pay with a card they will cut you off halfway yeah and, and look at you like you're crazy and be like no we don't accept they know cards. right when you say like even in germany yeah. it's like can i they're like no yeah atms over there like yeah. get immediately get your, get they your know and I've looked at them like, are you kidding me? This is a furniture store. You don't want to, you, you don't want cars? <laughs> what? It's, that's, it's, 
<laughs> you know, furniture store. Like, that's oh. that's a slight exaggeration. You can pay with a card at a furniture yeah, but, store. But, but I'm trying to use that to put, prove a point. I've, yeah. I've I've been to places where really, I'm not talking about a purchase of ten or of two euro. Right. I'm talking purchase of 30, 40, 50 euro, and they look at you like you're insane when you say, "Can I can I pay with card?" Uh, I mean, the, I've I've read online the reason is, uh, because Germans are so into uh, privacy protection. Well, we talked about it before. They love yeah. it's called Datenschutz. So it's like your data protection, and they sure. love data protection. And Germans also hate debt. Yeah, yeah, they hate debt. So um, in 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 the U.S., it's very common. You get a credit card, you get all kind of, all kinds of cash back. You get all kinds of uh, freaking flyer miles in the U- in the Germany. There's none of the incentive none of the incentives to get a credit card. And well, and again, the credit cards work different here too. So yeah. in the states, you get a credit card and you can kind of charge whatever you want, and at the end of the month, you pay it. Where in Germany, it's similar. Like you you pay it end of the month, but you cannot charge more than you have in your account. I'm pretty sure. Well, because in the U.S., the credit card companies they want you to not pay your bill. Of course, they want the interest. They, they want, want the APR. Yeah. Whereas Germans hate debt, and so that's not really a thing. And so, no. and and the, and the credit card companies know that, so they don't add all these incentives to get a credit card because they know you're not going to go into debt anyway, so they don't care. <laughs> and Germans also, are very financially responsible people. Yeah, and also Germans, they they don't want a digital record of what they're buying, so they don't want somebody to know. Oh, at two o five p.m. on this day, I bought this cream, whatever, because right. they're so obsessed with uh, Datenschutz's Datenschutz. data, data protection. Love it, but. During Corona, because of uh, the distancing and everything, and everything, yeah. the, the amount of using cards for the first time has surpassed using cash. Man, I, I've seen it everywhere now. I, I went to um, there's a bar next to my work, and I went there, and they've always taken card, but everyone always prefers cash. And they're even like, "Hey, can you please use card this time?" And I was yeah. Like, wow. I went to other places, like, "Oh yeah, we can pay with card," and it was amazing. Contactless, beep, done. It was super nice. But but I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm much. I mean. America does cards better. But me, personally, I like using cash. But why? Well, like, if I pull out 100 euro on a Monday, okay, and by Wednesday it's gone, yeah. like, I know I've spent 100 euros. I can see it physically out of my wallet where when I'm using a card, I'm just going beep, 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 whatever. But I'm, on I'm the not car- paying attention. The card, it's easier to keep track of because there's literally a page where you go to and there's a list of, yeah, I spent 12 dollars and 88 cents of on course, this but i have to go on my phone and see it. when i have the actual physical manifestation of my money with me and i had 50 euros and then tomorrow i have 20 euros i'm like all right i have 20 left i spent 30 yesterday i see it i hold it and when that money's gone i can kind of keep track like okay i spent too much money this week or i didn't spend a lot this week awesome i can you know but use it for next you know what i mean like when i have a card yeah you okay. can't see it when you go online but like when I was in the States and I used my cards back when they were like swipey cards, not like the, they had no chips, they had no contactless. But even then I was using it all the time and I just wouldn't keep track. It's like, you swipe it. But you're a smart guy. It's plain so money. Like, you, you know, yeah, but you know, it's not plain money. You know, as you swipe the card, it's actually I mean, in theory, deducting I know that. From your, debiting from your account. In theory, I know it. But when you start beeping that card, you get this little rush. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing the money physically leave me. Okay, and that's it's why a I like learning cash. curve, but I feel like you could handle it. Think I can handle it? Yeah, I appreciate that. I like your confidence in me. You know what? Also, I can handle what is the twenty four seven store culture of the United States. <laughs> was that one of your gold transitions? No, that was a shitty. That was a shitty <laughs> transition. 
but that also, I think we can both agree, is something that U.S. does better because... Uh, yeah, for sure. In the U.S., at 2 a.m., you want some waffles? Get some waffles. Get you some waffles, man. Hey, 2 a.m., need some milk? You, you wake up, you're sick, you got a fever? Go to the grocery, go to the uh, drugstore. Get yourself some painkillers. No, no problem. Well, that's something, too, even having... Um, so, like, drugstores... Like CVS and Walgreens, all these things, Rite Aid, if you're, if you're like that type of person. Kind of like a DM, apotheca kind of place if you're a German. Right, because here, everything, even over the counter, you have to go to a pharmacy. Mm. And a pharmacy in Germany is like, it's a, only a pharmacy. You go there for your drugs and you leave. Yeah, in the US and in Germany, a drugstore is different than a pharmacy. Right, a drugstore is like a CVS, where it's like a small convenience store where you get like deodorant and body wash and, you know, whatever. And some some kinds of pills but they're very like a weak kind of like like, like beyond fish, over the counter kind of like stuff. fish oil pills like that right and it's some like uh you know uh like a vitamin uh like chewable or whatever Flint, you know. flintstones yeah and, and which i did use as a child oh yeah of course and <laughs> i uh i really like that too like this kind of uh two in one like, like even even like costco you know these giant box stores where you get everything, where Germans or Europeans must prefer to go to small shops that are individualistic of what they actually can do. So you need clothes, you go to the clothing shop. If you need your drugs, you go to the drug shop. You need your body wash, you go to the body wash shop. Right, but we're talking about the difference between a 24-7 culture and a culture where everything closes at 8 p.m. and on Sundays right. is non-existent, not open. And, and we're not talking like, we're talking like shopping here, not like nightlife. Nightlife in Germany no, no, goes no. much later. No, no, no. Like no. shopping is like that is what we're talking about here. Yeah, and I've, cause I've had so many situations in Germany. It's Sunday. My uh, bike tire goes flat. I'm about to go on a big bike ride. Whoops. Can't, yeah, please. Uh, can't go on that bike ride because, you know, oh, it's Sunday. Can't get a new thing. Or, or I'm building a shelf. Ah, I need that one extra screw. Whoops. Can't do it because... You're screwed. Nothing's open. Whereas uh, I think the U.S. 24-7 culture gives you that flexibility of... Of of being spontaneous, which which in the, this culture in Germany does not allow you to be spontaneous in terms no. of shopping. You know, well, the, the culture here is usually it's kind of like the weekdays are weekdays. Saturday is like your errands day. You go on your errands, you go to the drugstore, you get whatever you need, shopping, and then Sunday is your days for um, family. There's no transition again. Uh, we have to now. When we say we're trying to talk about food now, now when we say food, we're not saying that. American food is better than German food because it's not. That's not the case. No, it, you know they're, they're apples and oranges. You can't compare. What we're saying is that there's certain foods that America does better, and the top one, you know, as a as a boy from California, is Mexican, Mexican food. food. I knew it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you listeners or watchers, I guess, on a journey. I'm gonna I'm going to explain to you. The beautifulness of German nachos. So close your eyes. Oh God! Prepare to have a nightmare. <laughs> you take open a nice bag of crispy tortilla chips. You put it in a plate. You dribble a little bit of mozzarella cheese on there, and you throw in the microwave for about twenty seconds. And that's it. Not so the cheese melts, but it slightly sticks to the it's sticky. To, it slightly sticks to the twelve chips you have in your cold and, plate. And, like, and it's no exaggeration. That's exactly that what is you a get. nachos. And maybe some sour cream. And you'll pay five euro for it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> They're, it's it's like insane. expensive too. Whereas in the states, a proper nachos is uh, enough chips for about two or three people on a huge plate, and there is 
a uh, maybe like half a liter of liquid cheese fully melted on this uh, on these you got chips. The, the ground beef, right? Ground beef. You beans. got you got the beans, the sauerkraut. Mm. Oh, no, sorry, not sauerkraut. The uh, uh, what's the white stuff? Sour uh, sour stuff. I don't know. Sour cream. Sour cream. Sour cream. Yeah. Uh, guacamole. Yeah, they got the guacamole. Yeah, and, and you take a chip. Mm. You pull up about a mountain of yeah, exactly. A mountain pile of about, about with five different ingredients. With you, another chip, you, you pile it, it on. You dip it deep in there. Mm. You know, so it's about like 10 centimeters high, and you put that in your mouth. And that is a nacho. Jeff, you're um, very excited right now. Well, because... I haven't you, had them. As, I haven't had seven I haven't years. Had, yeah. As you described a nacho, a nacho in Germany, like the U.S. just does it better. I mean, it, it does it much better. You know, and, and another thing, because uh, you're a big coffee drinker. Yeah. What is it? Iced coffee, they do much better. Yeah. Co- coffee, I think... Excuse me. Generally, it's better in Europe. Just like you stand a cup of Joe, like everyday morning cup of Joe. Problem is also in the states they give you unlimited refills, which is amazing. Yeah, you go to a restaurant every five minutes. Do you need a refill, hun? Coffee? You need a refill, hun? Exactly. Yeah. Where here you get like a smaller thing, much smaller cup, cup and no refill. And it's like two fifty, and you have to get a refill. But the coffee quality is much better. So it's kind of like I'm. Pr- I prefer like a crap cup of coffee that I can just keep drinking all night. Exactly. Like, say you're, say you're tired, got to go to work. Yeah. Do you want three refills of an okay coffee or do you want one tiny cup of yeah, like, like great coffee? Yeah, you know, you want to sit and you want to have like a bunch of coffee. Exactly. But so that was also, iced coffee doesn't, doesn't really exist here. When you ask oh, for an iced coffee, true. you actually get vanilla ice cream in a hot coffee. See, the problem is... Or regular coffee. Uh, the uh, ice is a word in German. It's E-I-S, but ice in, G- in German means ice cream. Right. So if you ask for an iced coffee, they will literally give you coffee with ice cream in but it. But it's also like, a, it's a thing here. Like it's, it's it's tasty. Yeah, but it's not what you want. On no. a hot day, you actually want an iced coffee. And iced coffee is becoming a bigger thing now. I know I noticed in the past one or two years, I'm seeing it more often. Yeah. But um, it, it's not a big thing here. And I know there's one place in Berlin that has good iced coffee and they also have good bagels. And that's another thing I really miss is bagels. I think Jewish food in general, like like, yeah. like get a classic pastrami on mm. rye, you will not get in Germany. It's there. Are, there are definitely Jewish sections where you can get some cool stuff, but, but it's like, rare. This kind of New York uh, Jewish food is what I really miss because that's, yeah. that's what I grew up on a lot. You know, we grew up on bagels. And, I was in California and, and I still love pastrami on rye. So that's and, it, right? Yeah. So that that stuff's really hard to find. But for any of our listeners who happen to live in Berlin or you if you want to visit Berlin. Uh, and you want some good bagels and iced coffee, send us a message. I'll let you know where. There's a great spot. I think I know what you're talking about. The yeah. half uh, bookstore right. place. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bookstore, but they also serve cold brewed iced coffee and bagels with lox and cream cheese and capers and everything you want. And which, it's the which, closest thing I can find to a New York bagel. Yeah, if you live in the States, that sounds like, oh, well, that's a, it's a bagel. But in, in Berlin Monday. or Germany, that's it's, it's, it's hard to come by. And, and another thing that you... Is not a main meal, but you go to a restaurant or a cafe in the U.S., what do you expect? And that is a, to come to your table, whether you order it or not, is a glass of water. Ice cold ice cold water. water. And in Germany, you do not get it. Like, I think it's very important because the beer or cocktail or whatever you order, that is your main drink. But the the, the glass of water is simply for your hydration and to, to, you know, to keep you healthy, you know? Palate cleanser. Palate cleanser, exactly. 
And in the, in the U.S., it's a standard thing. But in Germany, if you want any water delivered to your table, you have to order the four-euro glass bottle of, of sparkling water. Usually, exactly. Um, and so that's one thing I think the U.S. does very does much better because it, it yeah it keeps you healthy. It, it, you you shouldn't have to pay money just to have uh, to be hydrated just to wet down it's, your throat. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous, honestly. Like that's probably one of the biggest things. Like it, it's 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 yeah, it's ridiculous. You, you can't just get some. Um, water from the tap for free yeah and sometimes when you ask for it the restaurant will tell you we don't, we don't have that yeah we don't do that I'm like, no, no no take a glass put it under the sink and put it in my mouth yeah that's all no, i no, want no. hey hey mister we don't do that we don't we don't do that we don't do that it's ridiculous um and okay another no transition um this again it, germany can't really help themselves okay obviously the u.s is much bigger physically than germany for context texas is bigger than germany that's one state out of 50 50. The state of California, more landmass than the entire uh, country of Germany. Wow. Also, um, but <laughs> the U.S. What well, the U.S. is better is it has much bigger variety of landscapes and nature than you have in Germany. Because in the U.S., what well, you, you, you go to California, the redwood forests and the beach, five minutes from each other. Hey, go to Utah. You have the salt flats. Yeah. Go to Arizona. You have the uh, deserts. You got the bayous down in uh, Louisiana. Right. Hey, go to Florida. I have the swampland. You know, like go to Colorado. You can have the the the, the mountains, kind of like a makeshift Alps. Go makeshift. to Rhode Island, and you have awesome beaches as well. True. Yeah, I mean Atlantic Ocean beaches, but you know, still beaches, better beaches. <laughs> did you compare Rhode Island beaches to California? Sorry, I did. Okay, we but, are the ocean state. But the point is, this kind of variety you do not get in Germany. No, and so in that sense. U.S. does it better for sure. I mean, if you're, if you're looking at all of Europe, you'll also have incredible diversity. Yeah, but we're talking and, about and landscapes. But in terms of just Germany, yeah. yeah, like like we said in the nature episode, you have the the Alps, which are incredible. You have the Ostsee, the North Sea, sure, which are also great. But like the diversity, just is you know, it's a small country. You can't get. There's only so much you can do in a smallness as Texas. I know, I know, but we're we're comparing Germany to U.S. I know, I know. in that sense. And again, it's not Germany's fault that the U.S. is uh, you do know, better. Germany get somewhere bayous is so much bigger. Figure it out, you know. I mean, and included with those variety of landscapes, you have such a bigger biodiversity in terms of the animals. Of course, you know, like and we I think we mentioned that in the nature episode. You know, there's not that many uh, large animals uh, no. in in Germany. Not many small ones either. And in the U.S. You have uh, examples. You have mountain lions, wolves, bison, jaguars. You have jaguars in the state? Jaguars, yeah. In like New the Me- car? No, yeah, the animal. In, also the football team. In New Mexico and I think Arizona. Like they're uh, dying off. Like they're more in Central South America now. But Just they, like the football team. Yeah. And you have <laughs> alligators, bald eagles, moose, beavers. Uh, you have uh, some very, vi- not one, but various kinds of bears, you know, like... Uh, True, lots of bears. Brown bear, black bear. Yeah. Bears, beets, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Okay, do I... <laughs> Which, and, and again, uh, so if you're a nature lover, the U.S. wins there because uh, you have so much more animals that, that you can... Um, For sure. That you can watch. Although, uh, recently in a U.S. National Park, a... a, a a grandmother decided that she wanted a closer picture of bison and it gored her. Oh no. So she's in, she's in critical condition in the hospital, but that's because she tried to get a selfie with a bison. Oh no, that's a, that sucks. So all I would say is these are wild animals. Maintain your distance. That's all I would say. Yeah. I mean, I feel really bad for her, but also what's funny here is like people freak out and you see a squirrel. True. 
we're like I don't know about you in California, but like at least in Rhode Island, Massachusetts area, like they're they're, they're everywhere. In, in California, squirrels are dime a dozen. You see ten a day. Yeah, easy. And in Germany, it's such a rarity that when one pops out, everyone is pulling out their phones and taking a picture. It's cool. so yeah, it's so bizarre. But what is cool is that the German squirrels are red and they're beautiful. So that's kind of cool. Uh, they, yeah, they are. That is true. Um, you know, one thing we have to mention. Yeah, quickly is is, is the is the uh, the difference between. American and German apartments, and how much better American parts are, apartments are in terms of the what you get for the what price. What you get for the price, sure. well, not even for the price. It's expensive in New York, or whatever. But what you actually, what you actually just get, regardless of the price. In Germany, when you move into an apartment, you don't get a kitchen, and by don't get a kitchen, I mean the room where your kitchen should be is just empty with some pipes, and usually you'll have they'll give you a sink and a stove. With maybe some tile on the ground that gives yeah. you the hint that there was once a kitchen here. And like a backsplash. It is all taken. <laughs> also in German apartments, they take every lighting fixture from every room. Gone. So there are there isn't even a light bulb in the bedrooms. There's there are wires where a light a light used to connect to. <laughs> that's it. It's true. Uh so that that's definitely a weird thing. People will take their kitchens with them to the new apartment. So if you're lucky, you might someone might leave you a kitchen. Or like yeah. now it's getting more nowadays you might get an apartment with like mine came with a kitchen built in already. Luckily, so it saved us a lot of money. Uh, but like in a state you can get an apartment, you know, they come with kitchens, they come with furniture sometimes. It's like, it's almost guaranteed to come with the kitchen. And by yeah. kitchen, we're saying in the US it comes with cabinets, the fridge, the stove, a microwave built in it like it comes yeah. with everything. Everything you need. And it comes with uh, lighting fixtures, oh my god, light switches, wow, you know, the basic stuff you expect from an apartment, the U.S. comes with. So, and and also, in German apartments, or European apartments, they don't come with screens in the windows. No screens. Yeah, and, and, if, and I don't think you can buy, can you, can you even buy them? I don't know. You can, you, you can get them at oh, OB okay. and also on Amazon. Now, if you're, if you're if European or German, you might not know what we're talking about, but in the U.S., when you open the actual glass portion of a, of a window, there is a, a mesh screen that you can barely see that is to prevent mosquitoes and bugs from flying into your room and in europe and especially germany that is not a thing and uh, no not at all and it's so easy to install and it, it costs uh what couple euro at most if, if that yeah it makes no sense not to have them so like, you kind of get used to like because also there's not like air conditioning in germany either no, no by a lot there's zero air there's zero yeah except for like in grocery stores or malls so like you kind of get used to at least i get used to like every summer it's like i'm used to being sweaty now and I'm used to having a few little flies fly around my apartment. Now, and like it used to be a big deal, but now I'm just kind of like, meh. Now, every, everybody listening, remember what he just said. It's a very bummer statement. <laughs> he, he just said he's used to being sweaty. That's yeah, awful. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So like, it is. He has become accustomed to feeling bad. Now, it's not don't, bad. Don't, don't you miss that AC? You I, miss do, that AC. I do miss the AC. My... my um, <clears throat> Shout out to our sponsor, my mom. Uh, <laughs> she keeps the house very obnoxiously cold. So you throw like a sweater on and it's uh, yeah, like inside, like 90 degrees on. outside. And then, and, you know, you go outside, it's 100% humidity and you're, you're just, <laughs> you can't breathe anymore to swim through the air, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then I moved here and like, I was like, that's not a thing here. How do you sleep? It, let, let, Less covers. It, it's it's more. Fan, I, I own three fans that I bought specifically for winter for uh, summer. Sorry, for winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have one fan. I've got three. It's like one upstairs, one one by the bed, uh, so that we don't sweat during the yeah. night. And but what's cool, a lot of German apartments are made 
to not have air conditioning. So, example, my apartment has like a door here made. and a door you, there. You got lucky that you have windows no, on that's, both sides. That's design. That's not design. You just happen to have a hoof with a window. I don't like. Uh, some, a lot of people don't have a window on both sides of the building. Well, fair enough. So, <laughs> what the fuck was that? That was on the street. That was loud. Wow. That was on and the street. We're on the third floor, aren't we? We are. Wow. Second floor. No, no third, third floor. Third floor American. American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do the whiskey. Yeah, okay, that's, that's a good place to end. We have so much more we could say. Maybe there'll be a part two at some point. There have uh, to be. We, our list is like, yeah. we have a lot more here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's wrap things up and uh, move on to the whiskey. Drink this. Uh, what? Okay, no, okay, don't throw it around like it's a child's toy. I, but it is. It's so small. Like, yeah, okay, okay. Do, 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 do I pass it to you? No, it's Catch. Fine. No, it's okay. okay. So this is uh, Nika from the Barrel? Nika Whiskey from the Barrel. Okay. Also whiskey without an E. And it's the third week in a row, I think. So, okay. Well, cheers. Um, let's see. Let's see the more it's, I'm really digging it. Yeah. The more I drink it, the um, the more I like it. Which we used to have, and like I remember our earlier episodes, we had a few whiskeys like that. Yeah. Where like I don't immediately like it, but then as the episode goes on, I'm enjoying it more. Yeah. Not because I'm getting more drunk or anything like that, just because my palate is getting used to the to that flavor. Right. Well, it's usually the, the alcohol overwhelms you, and so you don't. You're not. You're not. You're not sensing the other flavors like the the smokiness or the right. sweetness or you know. Yeah. So, you know, I can't give it an eight, but seven seems. I think it seems. It sounds bad, but I have to give it what I gave last episode. Seven and a half. Seven point five. Seven point five. Out of ten, are you going to give a seventy-five out of a hundred? Well, last time I gave a seventy-six out of a hundred. But is it a 76? This might be a 74 and a half out of 100. I'll give it a 75. 75. Well, Which, for all you listeners who know math, is the exact same as 7.5 out of 10. It is. If you, if you took middle school math, you'll know this. Or maybe maybe third grade math. <laughs> maybe early, probably early. I'm a teacher, right. everybody. Probably probably a lot earlier than that. But he teaches much much younger people. Yeah, so. I don't know what kids. I don't know what older kids that, learn. That's why he forgets. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've taken math beyond the age of ten years old, yeah, seventy five out of hundred versus seven point five. And seven point five out of ten for me. Yeah. Um, so and you know, uh, I'll, I'll drink this. for Thanks sure. again to Alex's mom. Thanks, and mom. Thank you for listening. I love you. If you can remember, give us a five-star rating or whatever rating you believe is fits. And uh, check out our website at agdwpodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, keep in mind, there will be a YouTube thing sometime, somewhere, somehow. We'll let you know. Have a good evening. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Math. (laughs) Math's hard. (laughs) For some of us. 